Welcome to Anetta Drift, the story of a cursed knight bound by honor to defend her kingdom from the ancient evil that threatens it. My name is Vigil, and I'll be your guide to the unforgiving realm of Valerius as the knight Aveline fights to forge a new legend. Remember, friends, that to survive this perilous journey, you must move with purpose, guard your soul, and always beware the darkness. Before Aveline could speak, Falon disappeared from her side and dashed toward the staggered beast, swift and silent as a wolf without a pack. The wounded knight was captivated. The girl was fast, very fast. Aveline noticed that her small-statured savior wore no armor apart from the shield and wondered if madness or bravery were behind such reckless actions. She knew well how fine a line separated the two in the heat of battle. The knight tried to flex the fingers around her sword's hilt, but to little effect. The right hand would not hold. With a groan of frustration and pain, she grabbed Randall in her armored left hand. Vision swimming from blood loss and hunger, she gathered her legs beneath her wary body and propped herself up with the weapon. A wave of shuddering cold washed over her. Beneath her gauntlet, the sigil glowed more sickeningly bright than ever before. Aveline felt her mangled arm slowly repairing itself, the sensation bizarre and unsettling. She looked from the bloody wound to the young girl ahead and the dark enemy beyond. For the first time since the bleak nightmare of the void, the knight was genuinely glad to have been so cursed. She gave quiet thanks to those whose souls restored her. Despite the girl's obvious determination, Aveline would not allow anyone to face such a formidable foe alone. The obsidian creature struggled to disentangle itself from Falon's trap and grew increasingly frenzied with each passing second. Wherever the line touched crystal skin, it seemed to burn. Clouds of gray shadow rose from multiple points of contact, and Aveline realized with surprise that Falon's wire was enchanted. Who was this girl to be so armed? Thin limbs cloaked in darkness swiped at their bonds. Great ditches were riven where claws thrashed. As the monster twisted and crawled, it rolled mindlessly around the clearing, trampling grass until it smashed into the tall, forgotten monolith at the center of the glen. Cracked blocks of time-worn stone thundered to the ground in a heap of ruin and dust around the creature. Finally, it righted itself and pulled against the spear anchored in the tree. A mass of roots exploded from the soil as the tree toppled and the spear was dislodged from its home with a burst of tiny wood splinters. The beast celebrated with a roar. Falon raised her sword and shield and danced between the demon creature's tall legs. She seemed possessed of unusual cunning, striking only when opportunity allowed, dodging and ducking when necessary. The small silver blade rent deep gashes in her enemy's gloomy hide, and though the beast had the advantage of size, it was nothing compared to the young warrior's speed. 
where Roland had trained Eveline to exercise brutal efficiency with a heavy sword, Falon's movements were beautiful, her body in harmony with the ebb and flow of the violence around her. Still, the knight wondered how long she could sustain the attack before fatigue took its toll. No armor slowed her, but none would protect her if the tide turned for the worst. Aveline focused on clearing her vision and mending her arm, hoping she would not be too late to make a difference. Retreat and gather yourself, the knight shouted. Falon danced away from a thunderous blow that sent the frustrated beast sprawling. The young warrior moved to the edge of the melee, and without turning responded, Run and hide? Haha, <laughs> you've gotta be kidding. Expect as much from a witch. The girl spat with disgust onto the trampled grass. Aveline was taken aback and gaped in disbelief. She muttered under her breath as Falon advanced on her quarry with a swagger of confidence only the foolish can manage. The dark creature and the callous girl engaged again in their brutal ballet. And though she acted the aggressor and her attacks were accurate, Falon seemed to inflict no lasting damage. Each wound was in a short while regenerated beneath a swirling cloud of shadow. Cracked obsidian was quickly replaced by a dark, glassy surface. And though the change was subtle, it was obvious the girl's strength was flagging, just as the knight had feared. A grimace of frustration undermined her steely countenance. From one moment to the next, her once graceful movements were slower, her reactions less harmonious, her breathing ragged. White puffs of exhausted breath took shape around her. The beast grew impatient of the game. It turned its smooth, eyeless face toward the tiny human and backed away, lowering its great horned head. Jets of steam shot from its abyssal mouth as the creature dug its talented limbs into the ground. A low avalanche growl reverberated from deep within it. Alarmed by this sudden shift, Aveline recovered herself and stood. Injury be damned, she could no longer sit idly by. The creature charged, and the knight ran. Foulon brought her shield up in time, but it was not enough. Long, black obsidian antlers struck polished silver with immense, unavoidable force. Like Aveline before her, the young girl was thrown backward and tumbled head over heel before sliding to a stop in the mud. The beauty of her battle but a memory. The girl did not move. The beast stamped and brayed an apparent victory before lowering its head to charge again. Aveline needed time. She launched past Falon to stop several yards ahead of the obsidian creature. There in the dirt, as she had hoped, the girl's silver spear waited like a misplaced treasure. As the enormous monster trampled toward the knight, she flicked the weapon up with her foot to catch it with her wounded hand. With no time to wonder if the arm had strength enough to throw, Aveline snapped the spear forward at the encroaching enemy. The enchanted javelin embedded itself with a loud crack in the twisted creature's face. Shards of obsidian rained down as the monster howled in pain and frantically struggled to dislodge the weapon. From behind the knight, a small voice admonished her. Don't need your help. Leave me be, witch. A bolt of relief shot through Aveline's heart, but she had had enough of this nonsense. You fight bravely, but I am no witch, she said. Possessed now by a volcanic rage, the howling creature charged again at the knight and the young warrior. He reared up on its hind legs and thrust its talons as it had before. But this time, Aveline twisted aside to evade the blow, 
deflecting it with the flat plane of her sword's blade. Her arm held fast against the onslaught. I am the Knight Aveline of the Kingdom of Larius, she shouted. Now was her chance. Aveline lifted Durandal and let the momentum of the weapon spin her body, blue cloak billowing behind her. Faulon watched in awe despite her misgivings. As the beast retracted its thin, crystalline arm, the knight brought down her sword with a bold shout and a confident grin. The long sword glowed white, the air around it hazy with the energy of her intent. Black crystal cracked and split. With one powerful slice, forearm was separated from body. The demon creature bellowed at the knight, its frenzied jaws snapping open and hot breath spewing forth. Shadow gushed from the wound. The creature staggered, then crashed to the ground in a mess of dirt and darkness. Before it could recover, Aveline sprinted to the thing's left arm and severed it as well. Incapacitated and made vulnerable by the loss of its appendages, the creature stumbled backward away from the night, dragging its torso in the dirt. Though she and Faulon were victorious, pity and regret flickered in Aveline's heart. But all thoughts of sympathy soon evaporated when the creature opened its mouth to speak. Streams of shadow poured from the demon's severed limbs and rose like smoke into the cold evening air. The massive obsidian body, terrible in its impenetrable negation of light, twisted in the grass and churned up the stony soil. For a long, awkward moment, Aveline and Faulon watched their enemy struggle until finally the creature ceased its feeble writhing with a grumbling whimper. It sat very still, assessing its minute opponents with a smooth, featureless face. Seconds passed, then words formed in the void of the demon's open jaws. A blue cloak, an enchanted sword, a human bearing a sigil. The knight raised an eyebrow. Her young companion looked on in indifference. The creature's voice was possessed of an ethereal listlessness. It tilted its head to one side and extended a grotesque, glassy neck to sniff the air nearest the night. Aveline stood her ground and endured the thing's wretched breath. It stank of death and rot. She gazed into the crystalline visage, where Faulon's silver spear was still embedded, surrounded by a spider's web of black cracks. She thought of abandoned, snowy streets and dreadful, obsidian statues. The Knight Aveline, indeed, the demon casually remarked. Aveline raised her still shining blade to point at the creature's face. What do you know of me, fiend? What do you know of Ixiel? She demanded. The creature retracted its neck and opened its black mouth to utter a loud, thundering peal of laughter. Any animal that remained in the vicinity would surely have fled at the sound of such mirth. The monstrous rack of antlers atop its head rocked back and forth, the lattice of dark, matte surfaces drinking in the dying light of the day. <laughs> no of you, of Nixiel. So many things. Like liquid smoke, the sounds of the demon's voice suffused the atmosphere. It turned its expressionless head to the east to look past the trees, toward the sky, where the setting sun dropped below low gray clouds. For a brief time, bright rays of unfiltered light pierced through the gloom. The demon seemed transfixed, face aimed at the incandescent globe, as if committing the image to memory. 
I know I couldn't care less about your posturing and threats. But that one there, she doesn't look good. The demon nodded languidly toward Falon, waiting on one knee with eyes narrowed, breath ragged, body heaving. The young warrior appeared to be in tremendous pain. Dark splotches of blood soaked one side of her green cloak, and a smattering of cuts covered her face. For a brief moment, Falon met the knight's gaze. Though Eveline nodded in assurance, the girl turned away in defiance. Exhausted and starving, the knight sighed and addressed the demon. Your concern does us a great honor. Yes, sarcasm. At a loss already, brave knight. So worried. So uncertain. You play at courage, but fear consumes you. How you manage to escape a soul trap is beyond me. Aveline's mouth dropped open before she caught herself and snapped it shut, but the lapse in control did not go unnoticed. Ah, uh, yes. I know all about that. As do all the Voidbound. A young knight, alone in the darkness and cruelly sustained by the sigil Immortalitus. It's enough to make one such as I cry. Or laugh. The creature's body shook again with a rumbling chuckle. <laughs> But my sympathy has its limits. You see, when this poor animal's body dies, I'll return to the shadow of the abyss, exiled again to the darkness you escaped. Sure, it's my home, but it's so empty. A lifeless reflection of this earth humans take so for granted. You understand. You've been there. The demon paused. When it spoke again, its voice grew more agitated by the word. But in your arrogance, you stole this from me. For Ixiel and Tyrannus and their nonsense, I bear no love. Some of us just want to watch the sunset. But I'm told to kill the knight and, like a good soldier, rush out to have my limbs hacked off. Its mouth snapped open again and again with violent fury. The knight stepped between the creature and Falon. Aveline addressed the beast in the most confident tone she could manage. Your master knows of my escape and my whereabouts? The worry in her voice was nearly impossible to conceal. Oh yes, knight. Oh yes. You are known. And so long as you bear that sigil, you are bound to the shadows of the abyss. My kind will track and find you wherever you roam. There will be no rest. Our teeth and claws and hatred will dog you until the end of your days. And those appear to be endless. <laughs> So I bid you good luck in the hunt. Tell me, and I've always wondered, do you think good King Orleon was trying to help or hurt you? There were no lips to curl on the creature's expressionless face, but even so, a biting sneer was evident in its words. Aveline was speechless. Roland had not mentioned any of this. Perhaps he had not known, but how could the knight make it across Valerius in the face of such circumstances? And you, little one, what do you think will happen to your precious village, should you assist our enemy? The same fate that befell your pathetic mother awaits you, child. Betray the night now, and save yourself the heartache, guardian. Uttered by the beast with searing disdain, the last words seemed to stir something within Valon. Roused from her injuries by the thing's threats, the girl controlled her breathing and raised her head to stare with unyielding intensity at the monster. 
her eyes smoldered with hatred, the pupils two shining black pinpricks. Rays of yellow sunlight bounced off the pristine, polished surface of her shield to illuminate a head of auburn hair that blazed like fire. Aveline feared the outcome should the creature recover and Falon be goaded. She strode toward the black, featureless face and grabbed the young warrior's silver spear embedded there. In one hard pull, the knight wrenched it from the obsidian, twisting the shaft in her hand so as to inflict even more discomfort and damage. Howls of pain exploded from the black jaws. Aveline tossed the spear to Falon, who stood and caught it. Without a word of gratitude, she propped herself up with the weapon. But despite its pain, the beast would not relent in its mockery. Between agonized roars, it continued. What was her name again? Selene or some nonsense? Aveline knew not of whom the demon spoke, but the very mention of the name seemed to transform the girl. The young warrior's spear trembled, clenched tight within her fist. The weapon towered over her, much longer than she was tall. She stood perfectly still, as if her body resided outside of time. Bravado and grace had been replaced by silence and seething. Her face was a stern mask of placid disinterest that did a poor job of hiding the turmoil in her heart. Falon, pay this fee no mind. Let us be done with this. Your wounds need attention, and I'll not have you die on this creature's account. The knight brandished her sword and stepped toward the girl to rest a comforting hand on her shoulder. The Void Dweller continued its barrage. Well, whatever her name was, she died. Poorly, as I recall. Its grating simulation of laughter grew to a bass thunder that shook the enormous body and the ground around it. Puffs of steam rose into the evening air to swirl among the plumes of shadow. Falon had heard enough. Tears welled in eyes the color of night, darkened by the dying light of the day. Face twisted in unbridled rage, the straight line of her lips became a stark grimace. Without a word of response to either the demon or Aveline, Falon buried her spear point in the cold soil and approached the dismembered creature. The thing opened its mouth to no doubt utter some taunt, but before it could, she was upon it in a flash. With almost invisible speed, the young warrior ducked below the demon's head and sliced up, into its unnaturally long neck, screaming with determination as she did so. The silver sword cut far deeper than it had before. Black shadow burst from the wound and a rain of crystal sprinkled to the grass. With its mouth still agape, the creature's head tilted to the left, then tumbled down. The twisted rack of antlers atop its head crashed and splintered as the last breath of life escaped the demonic creature. The monster lay motionless and silent. Aveline watched as its black skin evaporated to reveal the headless body of a disfigured elk. Once proud and beautiful, it had been transformed by the soul-invading demonic shadow. Above the skeletal forest canopy, the sun continued its slow descent below the horizon. An icy wind tore through the demolished glen, and the knight shuddered to remember the long-dead prey that had brought her there. Beside her, Falon surveyed her handiwork and struggled to catch her breath. A sly grin of satisfaction played on her lips. Aveline moved to address the brave, headstrong girl who had saved her life, but a step away, the green-cloaked warrior collapsed to the ground beside her disintegrating enemy. 
A Night Adrift is written, produced, and narrated by Devin McKernan. Original music provided courtesy of Kai Engel and Chris Zabriskie. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Visit anightadrift.com to join Aveline's journey, follow us on social media, and be notified of new episodes, art, and stories. Thanks for listening.